practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on, you guys, hold on. <laughs> hold on, you guys. Before we move on, let's give them a little Tarantino in. Um, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Henning. And I'm Hans. I'm back. Henning's back. What are we he's kissing about, uncles guys? like the best of them. Let's talk this episode. Let's talk kissing uncles. Henning, say something defamatory about an entire group of people. Let's get into Check. politics without <laughs> a lot of humor. Let's go. Let's come up with some Home Alone schemes. And what am I missing? President gags. Um, 2020. Oh, yeah. Let's make up a Robin Williams movie. Yeah, let's discuss the merits of calling someone a piece of shit with the right amount of emphasis. All right, that's my, that's, that's, we need shirts. That's, that's good. We got this whole episode scripted. Yeah, not bad. See? Do the Just like real the TV. <gasps> I can't tell the difference. TV's real for me. Reality's TV for me. It's just inverted. So the TV is watching you? Yeah, man. Just like that guy's watching, you know, you rub one out to your desk drawer. <laughs> rub one out in your desk drawer. <laughs> Save that for later. That drawer. Honey, don't open that. There's a reason there's a lock drawer. on it. <laughs> it's just stuck shut. There's no lock. Oh, God. That is, uh, that exists somewhere. Did you, did, do, are you the guys who told me about those people that, um, bought like a chest at a Goodwill and they opened it up and it was just Polaroids of basically homemade elder porn. That was, that wasn't me. Oh, all right. Maybe I dreamed it. I don't know. Maybe I'm mixing <laughs> TV and reality. <laughs> that was my favorite episode of who's the boss. <laughs> Look at this Mona. Hey, <laughs> that's you in the future. Gotta say, not bad. Not bad, Moan. Yeah, Tony and Mona always had... T- they were too too much of a... Too much horniness between them. I don't mind that... Uh, Tony was horny, too. Horny oh, Tony yeah. Oh, yeah. and horny Mona. You know what? Mona yeah. takes all the heat off of Tony. Yep. But Tony was a horny maid, you know? <laughs> horny maid. <laughs> That's what he did. Oh, yeah, he was, he was a maid. Right. He was a traveling maid <laughs> how did they sell that show he was a traveling Travel. maid he you just showed up to a house maids. and said i'm your maid that is <laughs> that is as crazy as the premise of seinfeld where it's like somebody gets sentenced to be somebody's butler in court tony lives in a van with his daughter and cons this woman into letting him be his maid and has randy combos with her horny mother he was the maid wasn't he i forgot i was like i always forgot why he was always around why he was always vacuuming that's true he was vacuuming. that's the whole intro the housekeeper but i've never seen an episode of this show but he was he cleaned the house but didn't he start taking care of the kids too I mean, he insinuated himself into the family pretty right, he's got to toughen up that little deep. scrawny danny tamborelli <laughs> oh yeah 
Yeah, they were. He was a. They were cute kids. Um, where's the who's the boss house, Henny? Where's your next? Uh, even though you've never seen an episode, that's your next <laughs> visit. Yeah. My guess is the who's the boss house is located in Pittsburgh. That's my. That's Ooh. my feeling. Seems like that's a very Pittsburghian town. Fairfield, Connecticut. Son of a. Connecticut. Well, Tony came from Pittsburgh. Tony either came from Pittsburgh or like Fort Lauderdale or something like that. <laughs> oh, wait, no. It was supposed to be in Connecticut. It was actually in New York. Excuse me. Uh, probably. The real house. The real. What do you think? It's probably in. Uh, what's that? What's that scumbummy place right above New York? Was that Greenwich? City. Upstate? Not Greenwich. Not Upstate. Oh, Hampton? Upstate. The... No. Yonkers. No. The no, Hamptons? You're getting closer with it. No. Hamptons is Long Island. Go north of the Bronx and you're in Westchester. Westchester. Old Westchesties. Don't trust them. <laughs> Westchesties. Tony is definitely from Westchester. Definitely. And now that Yonkers. you mention it with Tony... Tony Danza, remember when I first moved to New York, the first guy that tried to rope me in as a rube who's out in New York trying to be in showbiz was like, hey, stick with me, kid. I know Tony Danza's mom's is maid. I don't think he really <laughs> did. I think he was because maid. I think he just that's where Do you, he, hold on. Do you think Tony Danza's mom's is maid was a man based on a <laughs> oh, true maybe. story? Tra- I know Tony Danza's mom's is traveling maid <laughs> it was giuseppe this old italian man roni 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 lanza <laughs> yuck. oh that is a big yuck roni lanza sleeps with the fishes <laughs> that, like he I sleeps mean, in a bed of fish <laughs> he said he travels and sells fish <laughs> and offers to clean them for you and you get to keep the newspaper Wait, so let's see. So, Pod, Henning, you're jet setting, aren't you? Going to Sheboygan next? Or Iowa City or something? <laughs> Iowa Heading up City. to Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver. Okay, I don't know why I got As I was telling up. Casey in the break already. Oh, yeah, sorry, I had to step away. Um, uh, Trying to find more jobs. That's all. You're a traveling maid, Henning? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'll, if your if your commercial project is messed up, I'll step in. Nice, clean it up for you. Hired gun, clean it up for you. That's awesome. Yeah, you're jet setting now. It's so cool. <clears throat> Got to. I tried. I tried putting my reel out there in Portland. It's nothing. Nothing's really biting so far. Oh, your reel's amazing. I don't know if I told you that. Jesse and I watched it. It's mind blowing as expected. Thanks. A new one for you. Avocados. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Did you draw? Are they clean, lumpy? One fat, one with a skinny neck? or They're all all kinds, yeah. One's too soft. Too uh, soft. One's mushy. One's gets bruised too easily. I thought you were promoting one's avocado. One's too hard and beats up the other avocados. Oh, my God. One's only ready for like a split second and then she's, she's bad. Uh,. Well, it's about here's all the bad avocados you could have. Leave the picking of the avocados to make the perfect guacamole to us. Are these the same? You're people? man-made. 
Are these the same people that are responsible for the avocado murders outside of Mexico City? Any? God. Is that a real thing? Yes. Are you familiar with it? <laughs> I'm not. So, unfortunately, all these lush avocado growing areas were right smack dab in the middle of a transport area for all these cartels, like, paths for their 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 smuggling. So... Yep. They just annihilated like these people who were not willing to like move and like buy sell out to them. So they destroyed them, aka murdered them all, and then like tore up their industry. And that's why there was that avocado shortage a couple of years ago. But I thought someone was just using an avocado as a like a uh, as a calling card. Oh, put the pit in the mouth. But this is much worse. So maybe we'll take that and then we'll green screen your flumpy, like all this like hatchet murders. And then we'll have lumpy avocado going through like, <laughs> we're back. Do, 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 do. Doing the cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. No. Nope. Turns around and there's an axe in his back. Are these Ooh, California I'm just thinking... avocados? From wherever. Uh, yeah, you, let's you not just, implicate. You don't have to worry about avocados anymore. Don't worry just buy the buy the guacamole from us oh wait a minute henning henning <laughs> prepackaged guac are you shilling us prepack guac yep afraid so <sighs> preservatives booker's chemical uh, company associations <laughs> <laughs> i didn't look into it it's called holy guacamole oh i've seen it it's good stuff i've had it it's delicious spelled like whole whole foods whole foods <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening I don't know if you could tell oh I've had holy guac uh, it, you get a pass because sometimes those prepackaged guacs taste like a butthole and we all know yeah. it they brown yeah. real quick uh, Sabra in particular oh, is rather, rather butthole guac comes in a bag right Sabra <laughs> it's gross Yeah, uh, decent hummus though Bad Sabra guac. makes a good hum <laughs> good hummer <laughs> oh my god you guys want to talk about some other condiments or uh... uh there's only if you guys haven't had hellman's vegan mayonnaise it, it's tops look for it oh, there was that there was that story about um Heinz or something is or craft I don't know making an actual Mayo stirred from mustard Mr. Days? Sure. Mustard Ayonaise. I mean, why Which wouldn't you do is, that? Of course. Why wouldn't you? Because someone who loved the show when they were a kid like us is now in charge of Heinz. So he's like, you know what the I get to do? Marketing company, yeah. Uh, I get to uh, make uh, my favorite fake condiment real. And it's going to have AOC's picture endorsing it on the <laughs> jar. It wasn't for... Because she can't make up her for... mind. Mr. Show nostalgia oh. just because people actually wanted it. I mean, I could see you wanting it. Now, it's not for me because my consistency, I like a good hunk of May to a little must. So I don't want to get, like, I don't want even, I don't want you even want portions. Sure. Not even close, you want, man. You want your hands on the controls. I do. I can handle that. I can handle that. Plus, the price point on a Mayester is going to be just for the sheer nostalgia alone. It's going to yeah. be through the roof. <laughs> Come on. 
I, I just saw recently I'd forgotten. I think it was the anniversary, but like 20 years ago they had, remember those different colored ketchups? Yes. Yeah, like green ketchup and purple ketchup. Purple. Yep. But it was strictly food coloring, right? There wasn't any yeah. flavor aspect Tasted like to ketchup. It. No. It have, wasn't like have you guys raspberry? Here's something you guys should Here's joy work. Why don't mm-hmm. we why don't we we we've why don't we give the audience what they want in a little joy work? Yeah. Tropicals. Heard of them? <laughs> no. Tropicals? Uh-huh. Everyone oh, go out. Bananas? Or it's not pickled bananas, bananas, but that's what trademarked Henning. We're going to pickle bananas. <laughs> Our pick a banana pick. That is brilliant, Henning. I don't know if a banana will pickle, but we're going to find out. No, trop pickles sure, are yeah. available at Walmart, 97 cents. They are spears of pickles that have been brined in fruit punch. Oh, my God in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, so anybody just out took there. took my breath away. Yeah, go on Amazon. I haven't had one, but now we're all going to have to have one. Go on Amazon or go to your local <laughs> oh. Walmart and get a tropical. It's not a. It's not know, too much out of pocket. Good. It's a sweet it's just, and savory. Everyone's imagining, uh, imagining the sweet pickle or the the dill pickle juice mixed with a tropical fruit punch now, but it really the cucumber by itself uh, takes on whatever flavor. See, I understand. So it's just eating. Oh. Just the reddest. I just that tastes like picturing a shirtless, shoeless kid standing in a trailer park <laughs> with red stains on his hands and face, <laughs> sucking yeah. down a jars of tropicals. Tropicals. <clears throat> That's disgusting and amazing so, all so, in one. Felt so sweet. I, ex- I expect on the next pod, us to be eating our tropicals, and everybody have your tropical ready to listen to the next pod. To experience it with us. So I'll suck on a tropical. Because we're pieces of shit. <laughs> World's shortest podcast. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, you gotta go to the bathroom? Oh. I think we're all going to the bathroom. <laughs> what do you say, fellas? We love you. Sorry, we did this to you. And there's nothing you can do about it. No, there's not. You have to. It's been mandated. You have to. By H.O. What was my name? Hans Tazio Fortes? Hot, Hans, no, it was Hans Tazio Fortes, the number and, four. And my bean new deal, a bean <laughs> in every pot out there. The, One oh, thin bean. How did you manage to make it even spicier? Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no, no. Beans no. for everyone. Stop Hans it. Hans Tazio Fortes. It's already been edited after being new deal i wasn't taking it there i really wasn't only you casey only you god I'm damn just it picturing one of your off like a, i'm just picturing i in my mind you have about 30 comedy albums and this is your latest character on your newest comedy album hans tasio fortez all he talks about is beans i thought i thought people were going to leave this episode with a with the bad taste in their mouth being Henning. And of course it's got to be nope. me. Can't, can't hit stop without it, without me taking the brunt, without me taking the boot. I'll take that it soft to the touch, team. That last, that buzzer beater jumper at the end. Yeah. Put me, put me in the, put me in the elite eight. Oh, I was. oh he, he's got all the good Mona talk. I know he, uh, who starts, he, Pete Holmes does. <laughs> We're already recording. I question if that's like 
if the if the podcasts that already do the already rolling, if they don't do like a verbal like we're rolling, because it's never like you never hear like you never hear anybody scumbagging or it's always very philosophical, intellectual talk, like right. right to start, like, Hey, so sorry, I'm late, but I was reading, um, I was reading the Dharma and it's never like, <laughs> I got to take a it's, dump. Oh, we're rolling. It's not all that choice. Talk about who would crush more hunks, Mona or Rue McClanahan. Well, see, that's where you wish you were rolling. Roll it. Get it rolling. No one's gold, ever embarrassed gold, that, that they've been recorded on that show that, you know, so it's all fake. The scripted banter. Mm. I missed a. I missed some connection. Henning, do you not know that who's the boss was scripted? <laughs> I missed a connection. <laughs> no, we were still talking about John John Holmes podcast. Oh 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 oh, uh, the Doncast. If it's Johnny Holmes, um, Pete Holmes. What Wad. if? Oh, and Wad. So we're all we're wrong all around. Johnny Wad. Uh, what? So didn't they come out with a movie where Steve Carell plays like a guy who thinks GI? He thinks he's a GI Joe or something. Oh yeah, that's like it. It has a name like a like a teenager fantasy novel series. It's like The Winds of Marowin or something. So Wait, it's are, not. Are to... you just? Are you talking about that one where he makes the whole town and he's yes. one of the figurines? Because you guys yes. already talked about that. No, but I'm saying welcome it, to Oh yeah, Mar- go for it. Welcome to that Marwin. Was Wil- that was it. That was Wilton Grimsby takes a photograph. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I was just thinking <laughs> that came to mind with it's not was that Michelle Gondry or Spike no, Jones maybe? Zema- Zemeckis. Hmm. Oh, uh, Dirty Zemeck. I was yeah. thinking it's not too far off if we write a script where a guy thinks that scripted TV is real. And lives his life based upon that, and lives in this fantasy where TV is real. Has that already happened? Because it's, wasn't it called a what's that Jim Carrey movie? Yeah, Truman Show, kind of right. But he's actually or cable this, guy. He or didn't. Cable. cable guy thought TV was real. He was obsessed well, he was, with it. Well, yeah. yeah, this guy's not obsessed with it. He just maybe he's a little soft. I don't know, and thinks TV's <laughs> real. Maybe you don't want to go that angle, but. So it's Forrest He's Gump not aware too? of the concept on Truman. He's not aware of the concept of TV. Exactly. So on this one, this guy's so o- not aware of the concept of reality. Mm. That's a pitch speaking that doesn't of, go kind anywhere. Of, it, this is a lateral step. Did you guys hear, <laughs> speaking of Zemeckis and softies who trip through, through the world, about that 9-11 put the kibosh in Forrest Gump 2? 9-11, the thing, the put thing. the kibosh on Also Gump. flew into Forrest Gump 2. So another two flew into towers those negotiations? fell that day. What happened? Now I gotta know. I It was just like, from the little snippet that I read, it was like, they were working on Gump 2, 9-11 happened, oh. the U.S. has got to stay strong, we can't make fun of history. American history and also the little kid had AIDS the whole time. Like that was the thing in the article. They were like, yeah, we put the kibosh on it because we didn't think it would be funny to like do that. But then they also leaked like, yeah, the little kid was going to have AIDS. 
the whole time. Of course time. he was. He had... <gasps> That's so interesting <laughs> you say that because that was something that I really ruffled people's feathers right off the bat when that movie came out because I loved it. But I was like, you know that. And also, full disclosure, I didn't know how AIDS worked. It doesn't automatically <laughs> mean when you have sex with somebody with like... AIDS or if you're born to somebody with... And let's call it HIV real quick. If you're, if you have intercourse with somebody with HIV or are born to somebody with HIV, you don't automatically have HIV. But when Gump came it's out, I didn't know that. Necessarily. I was just like, yeah. I said that. And he was like, well, they're all going to die. Gump has AIDS. Kid Gump has AIDS because he slept with her and she had him. I was like, this was such a tragedy to me because I wanted to see Gump too. But I was like, no, Which this is, is like- going to end in cedar sinai never even thought about it till i read that thing and i was like oh that's right i forgot about the whole like c storyline where jenny dies of aids and i was like i don't want to see the end of gump 2 where it's just him sitting alone again like talking to a two graves instead of one grave like that's too much but they already have (laughs) they already have oh gump senior doesn't have it because i was gonna say they already have most of that movie shot Right, they're just waiting to release it. <laughs> right, no. talking about Philadelphia. Boom, <laughs> Philly, right, Philly go. story. You got a reference before Casey did. <laughs> I, it I was, know it was hard. hot. I know uh, it was because wrong. that movie, Henning, that movie won an Oscar, and it's not a trash movie. <laughs> no, Gump won an Oscar. Oh, no, both. I'm saying Philadelphia. Of course, I didn't get Philadelphia because uh, nobody does kung fu in it. <laughs> while we're on the subject of, while we're on this lateral subject. I had the strongest feeling of unease today. Speaking of a guy who is obsessed with TV or has too much. T- you guys remember that show, um, uh, Life Goes On? Mm-hmm. Yes, with Corky and the right the, the Beatles it? theme song, Obla Dee Obla Da. Do you think it doesn't? I think maybe it doesn't hold up because I'm not sure. I'm not sure they handled a child with a differently abled child well. Like one, I don't, I don't know if the name should have been Corky. I was gonna say if if it's fake, and it's not his real name, how about we call him Philip? Yeah, or like you know, why does he have Travis? to have like, Yeah, but the I name think, he... I mean, what does Corky mean to you? Is that just mentally the name of a mentally that... disabled person? It's because of that show. Name a Corky. Name a pre-Corky. Name a pre-Corky. Corky Romano. (laughs) That was a post-Corky, and guess what? There's a reason that guy's name is Corky. (laughs) It wasn't like Saint. You don't know Saint Augustine's son, Saint Cork, Corkistine. (laughs) Saint Corky. (laughs) It already has a connotation of lesser than Corky Saint Clair. Again, after. But I think Corky has always had a connotation of, like, you would never, you would never, I, in my opinion, you would never have a differently abled child and then say, like, hey, what's the quirkiest name? I Yeah. Like, hey, this is Jim Jim. This is Jib Jib. You know, like, it's so, like. <laughs> we call him Zinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's where I'm getting, like, I feel like they used Corky as a Zinger from the name on. Like. I that I've seen interviews with the actor who I can't think of yeah. his name who played Corky, 
um, who had a normal name. It wasn't like Cha-Cha. Yeah, yeah we cast Cha-Cha, who's going to play Corky, and uh, life goes on. Not only did he have a normal name, he was uh, could handle himself very well in an interview. And as I recall in the show, like I think they had to have side notes where they were like, hey, you know, John Smith, the actor, can you cork it up for us a little bit? Right, like, I think you can sing. <laughs> That's like, that seems demeaning to me. I don't know. It hit me like a ton of bricks because I used to watch that movie and full disclosure, honestly, on the playground, the talks of that show were not like, those storylines were so great. It was like, did you see Corky had a gun? Like, like, (laughs) it didn't revolve around what Corky could and could not understand. He was wearing, um... Down well, I guess it wasn't somebody wearing down face, but like something he down wasn't actual, face. He didn't he do the actual they, Downey? He he, he was a his down. name was Robert was a, Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the new Corky. Just call people Robert Downey. That's okay, thank you, Henning. I mean that's awful that you came to that, but they might as well have called him Downey. Down yeah. down Downsy. Uh, all right maybe I'm, I'm getting queasier let's 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 shift <laughs> let's shift worse. i i wish what him well there was he, that movie... he was playing a person with down's syndrome but he didn't he he wasn't uh didn't have the mental uh decapacity de- that that uh, he that he portrayed on the show <laughs> the decapacity <laughs> Speaking as a man, guys, will... as Downsy. I... Down... Well, speaking oh, of okay. God. speaking God. of that, we're all doomed. And people like no, because you guys, you guys have definitely know what I'm talking about. I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's a movie with Giovanno Giovanno Rabisi, the other sister. And... Yes, that was it. Again, very that was Down's face, big time. Yes. And Verno, if you're listening, mm-hmm. big fan of that movie. Big, big fan. <laughs> and myself as well. And now, as I think back on it, you you shouldn't... It's hard to be big fans of a movie like that because when you're... Ha- like, it's easy to be a big fan of Billy Madison because when we're on the podcast and we go, Gabbity Goo! We all know what we're talking about. But if you're big fans of The Other Sister and you reference the movie, you're like... You know, like it's like, yeah. Stop it, you two! Stop it! But you're just revering, you're, you're just revelrying in the flick. Um, other guy down. Oh, the, maybe the reason I jumped from Gump to Cork was I think they they brought a Cork. character later on that had HIV, right? And oh, he definitely. dated the daughter, and he had like a little feather earring or something. I think you're right. I think the her, her roughneck boyfriend. Yes, it turned out he was a real roughneck, catting around and caught the HIV. Caught the last. Or he was a drug to... addict. I can't remember. It's a lot of melodrama. I think he just got it from a transfusion. It's just it was a toilet seat. Did they go with the old <laughs> toilet seat? Ah, uh, the you know, maybe I wouldn't put it past it. Back like... in those halcyon pre-gump days yeah well 9-11 also crunched a show i really loved undeclared speaking of putting the crunch on things well that's true 
they were they were rolling hot and then people instantly were like no more comedies we it yeah. just literally that the That's fox the channel reason. just was a flag you just turn it to the american flag <laughs> You know no, what's not? I remember not, what, hearing Judd Apatow talk about that, and he was yeah. like, "I just couldn't, didn't feel like writing comedy." Oh, I didn't think it was his choice. I thought they were like, it just wasn't going to happen on that end, uh, like the network. But um, yeah, I that's think... true. Because did twenty four start oh. the next season? Like, did they like? Was that their answer? That was the salve we all needed. Was 24 yeah maybe just sit just perch those flags between the couch cushions and sit for some 24 never watched i never watched a single 60 min of 24 <laughs> me either. either yeah cool premise though. forever <laughs> yeah. the show takes place in 24 hours right right each episode is an hour in the day that oh, he's always kicking the shit out of out of out of some some terrorist or muslim oh god oh, right yeah they got on in heat jack, for jack bauer torture working yeah Spe- no it was speaking of jack bauer are you guys ready for another another four more of trump bauer <laughs> Mueller report <laughs> no, is man. out baby Whew. didn't take didn't even take 24 hours before the worst outcome of well best i because i guess but seems odd i just i just saw it on my feed it's it wouldn't have mattered what it said because we all knew it wasn't going to say like yes he did this this and this and this it was going to be broad but it was worse it he said must go to jail it said literally just like nah we couldn't find this and there might have been this and right which nah. is why it took so long cuz they were like we're still getting nothing and then he he handed it in like first thing in the morning on a Friday, like no one's ever gonna see this. And then it's Saturday. Oh god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is I saw the tweet. It was just like all caps exonerated. And I hate to say it, guys, even though it like has the language Wait, in Trump, there that Trump tweet? Yeah, he Trump just yeah. a Trump tweet exonerated and at the end of the day, for yeah. all of his base and the people that were on the fence. Yeah. He is. For all intents and purposes, yeah, not sure. guilty. The other investigations go on. Yeah. Five other ones. They obviously. are fucking tanked. I I don't want to be a a, a Saint Corkestine, but they are tanked. This is the one people were hanging their hats on, and if this, this had an one, inkling, yeah. they were you know you could you could kind of hop hopscotch onto the other ones, but now I think people are just like. Fuck it. If like we've been talking about this specific like trail for two years, I can't get into his taxes right now. That's uh, how they got I, old Capone, though. I don't think so, Hans. Oh, I I hope on. not. I hope not. You but you mean people won't care? I think the steam is out of the the bag, well, man. The forty percent of Trump supporters would never have cared about anything. True. It's always been just this like f- mythical four percent in the middle that we're trying to convince on either side of this. Ooh, and also, I, I... and you know what? I here's <laughs> if it so it turns out he's not a fucking traitor. It didn't actively go against he just benefited the from it. the democracy yeah. of America to to win the presidency. Fucking good. 
Yeah, of course that's great. That's yes, the, yeah. that's a positive thing. But he's just so bad in other avenues. It's like that's will I what a president should? It's like will I cut my and, arm and, off to save yeah. my life? Yeah, I was willing to cut that arm off. I was willing to to see him collude with the Russians in order to get him out, and so we could move yeah. forward. Well, I think part of it is is just the. It's like it's why I can't watch something like ESPN. Like that's how I f- CNN is the same way. Like there's no substance. It's all just speculation. Sure. So it's just people who don't know anything talking, like speculating on like, oh, I think today's the day. Today, oh, it's like you yeah. don't, you're not doing any research. Mm. You're not actually being a reporter. You're just doing what we do. Like you're <laughs> just talking, having the vaguest understanding and of the subject and going like i think this is the nail in the coffin so here we go let's look at an infographic and i think people are just tired of it uh, tired uh, yeah, of hearing absolutely and the worst is speculating what it will mean for you know splitting it immediately into teams and who won this day of the news sure versus absolutely. who's the loser because it's like that's if true. that's the first or second story every day for two years and now like, like it, as of friday Two and a half years, and it's just like, uh-huh. he's still a douche. Like, that's honestly all Mueller had to say was like, didn't find anything. <laughs> still a douche, though. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. is being a douche an impeachable offense? Unfortunately, it's not. Right. And there's definitely impeachable offenses there, but it wasn't. You don't didn't need to have this investigation to do it. Um, no. Was that's my s- thing. Like, focus on, mean- like, actually the stuff he's doing wrong he's doing right. he, he's gonna do things right like he can't burn the country down like some things he's genuinely going to do right the economy is right. still doing okay like he's like so focus on like the actual things that he's doing wrong like the actual Stormy daniels still a thing yes. the business entanglements still a thing of course the em- uh, ambulance whatever or emoluments emoluments yeah the what so oh i can't all tied up in my head no 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 i i i just i think this was potentially a blow but i'm just speculating too what do i know but i from what i i'm fucking just like it was i'm i'm it, it it dropped me halfway between a hand job because all the all the uh news i've been watching is like you know, has been on the side of like, look at this, look at this, look at this, which is all mm-hmm. speculative evidence, which sounded yeah. real reasonable when they were selling it. Right. What about this yeah. phone call? Why would he meet? Oh, now it's not for adoptions. Why is there, why is there mm-hmm. all these avenues? They're taking us down. And then that's like a dead end. Like, why are they evading so much? I'm talking about on the Trump side, but maybe he was just playing the Mueller violin exactly like he wanted the Mueller, the whole totally. investigation. He just had so, a had a finger on it the whole time. I so think the way so. to deal deal with all that speculation is yeah to keep it as a at a arm's distance. Yeah. And I felt like I like like I did in general not take anything too seriously and wasn't waiting with bated breath for Mueller's decision and and when it comes out that it it uh was all. Sp- not all speculation. It was it was all for not in this case because he didn't find evidence. Well, good. That was what the investigation was for, and it's not right, a exactly. win. For-
for him, yeah. oh, which for is, sure. of course, how it's going to be spun. And not a loss for us. Good. He, the investigation he, did what it suppo- was supposed to do. But he's spinning yeah. that. Let's not lie. Like, he's yeah. spinning that win like he's Super Bowl champ of right course. now. Obviously. And if I were him, if I were him, you know what I'd be doing right now? I would be getting Pootski on the phone and I would be rigging this motherfucking <laughs> that's election. You, that's what you start they're to not investi- They're not you're investigating not again. No way. <laughs> I would steal this shit in a heartbeat. <laughs> He's going to become president of Russia. I'd literally be on the phone with the Kremlin during a press conference and then hold the receiver and be like, come on, guys, I'm not talking to Russia. You know, and then like... As Why you speak you? perfect, fluent Russian. As you're getting a fucking hoot job underneath the podium by some other, you know, somebody else that's not your wife. <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know, what I heard, actually, if, if we can shift it onto a more positive note, I don't know if you guys heard the recent Cory Booker interview on Pod Save America. did. You did? Yeah. I thought great. it was great. He Fucking really, great. he really kind of, he really pulled me towards his ideas and towards his candidacy. I thought he was fantastic. Sounds like the right balance of, of optimist and, and practical to get shit done. He's not unrealistic no, Never vote for anybody from New Jersey. Come on. <laughs> He's from <laughs> Newark. Dirt bag city. No, no, no. He has some choice words for you in that case. Yes. Okay, good. Watch out. I got come choice words this. for him. You stink. <laughs> P U. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I it's just spending an hour with anyone going on at length about this, but I am really excited about him now. I loved Lauren Underwood a couple eps ago on PSA. Yep, yep. All the all the new Congress people and everyone in the 2020 race is is very exciting to me. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. I think there's a lot of good options. I like, just hope they don't cuz I read something we were talking about the Mueller thing and it was like you know, obviously it's the Democrats to lose because despite how good the economy is, people are still kind of like, yeah, I don't know about Trump, but it was about not overcompensating. Because it's Trump, like over litigating, like doing too much on the on the end, like over legislating, like making a bunch of new laws because it's like, well, Trump's a butthole and like scaring people away. So you look like you're just this like nitpicky liberal, like big government type. So I was like, oh, that's also interesting. Sucks. It sucks that that has to be a. A consideration, but I think people are just waiting around for Congress to do something. So if Democrats all yeah. look like they're gonna immediately do something, that's a plus. Oh, they I have think big ideas and yeah, I don't know. I think I think the uh, speculation. What I want to see is them fucking go to town. Stop pussyfooting around so much. Just play that republic. Like just take a play out of their handbook and f- start strong arming, start stiff arming, show some backbone, start representing the people you claim to represent 
meaning oh, yeah. meaning this huge segment of underprivileged uh tending to be um brown black female uh minority group segment and start like representing them and come up with plans that just aren't like we're the party for black people like come up with plans that actually have teeth mm-hmm. that are like we're going to come into these communities and start to raise them up but instead they're right. just so like they're like but if we do that we might not get that disenfranchised white factory worker that's worried that we're focused too much on quote unquote the other of this country it's like just just show some of that lbj show that lbj nutsack to bung sack you know what i mean show some character (laughs) no swagger he's a dirtbag swagger swagger play the game wheel and deal cheat i want you to cheat for my good no and hans is referencing lbj would make people follow him into the bathroom while he was talking with them and uh, make them watch him take a shit. Power moves. I want to see the because Democrats play some power moves. He, he jujitsued it because it's like normally it would be like, don't look at me when I'm in the bathroom. And he's like, no, look, bask. Yeah. Watch me take a big shit. I'm in or charge. Or he'd get like fitted for suits with people there, but he wouldn't wear underwear and shit. Like he would totally just like. Closest thing we got is Pelosi calling the shutdown, the Trump shutdown. Right. A little bit of swagger. And, and fucking AOC, I still don't know why why you're why you're not as excited about her as I am. About she who? Is AOC. Oh, I like AOC. What, what, what do you think, Case? I I like what been, she stands for. I don't like it's been like a that month. She's like the Sort of like de jour, the person de jour. Like, sure, I like, can see that. I felt well, because like of she. Fox News, though. No, I, it, she's getting a lot of like liberal darling treatment, which is fine. I get it. She's exciting. She's young. She's attractive. But I, I, I just, I'm, I'm hesitant to like to dive in. I want that's but Henning, that's what I want to see without like I don't need the hip factor for her. I really don't like show me the ugliest, oldest, fattiest Democrat, but have the same policy plans coming out of their mouth. I'm down like she's focusing on exactly what I think is important. And she's got balls when she's doing it because she's like, you know what? Yeah, I know it's going to cost more money than we can fathom. But fuck it, we'll we figured out how to get money in the past. She's like she's going all out, which I like. But I don't know necessarily if some of the aspects where she's a little bit too cool for school at times, and I don't like that. Yes, and I don't think that's, that's her I fault. I think that's what the the hipsters are like, kind of leaning her pre uh, her persona towards. I'll fully admit they need they need a star yes to point to yep and and she fit the bill and it's and, and it's masking but, like, her cool but you just don't ideas. see her dragging someone into the bathroom with her and and yes uh, I want to just don't on on like, Instagram Hansi and maybe it's me like I'm showing my old dumb dadness 
is because she's so savvy with like Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook. It's like I just don't think it's I don't like someone that's always on. And you're always on. Like there's like videos of her like making dinner and like yeah. talking about like policy and I don't it's not substantive. It's just her like pontificating like i just i'm like could you sit down her being relatable to everybody i I like the environment the idea of the green new deal what i don't like is that it's not fleshed out like the thing she's been repping is a resolution and a resolution in congress is literally just resolved we agree to the idea of this and that's not she's not fighting for the nuts and bolts of a thing. She's like fighting for the, the low of it. She's riling. Right. She's getting Which, people worked up. You know who's, not, I guess we're not there yet until it's an actual law to be voted on. I guess she's saying now what she will be doing when she has, when the Democrats are in control, you know, who's the perfect example of mediated swagger, um, tech youth know-how and pragmatism is Barack Obama. Mm. Like, that's who I'm missing because he had a personality. He wasn't afraid mm-hmm. to show it, but I didn't need to see him cooking while cooking with wine. I don't need to see him get drunk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I don't need to see him. I, although I would like to see Barack Obama doing an unboxing from Walmart. that would be amazing i just yeah i just don't like the the connectedness i like like it's official i like that it's a job and i respect people who do it well and again that's just making me sound like a fucking really old dude i get what you're saying because it's been so erratic i think what you're maybe jumping on is the erraticism i don't know if that's a term how extremely volatile the government has been since Trump got in and not just on his side, but the other side, it's like, give me it's it's you want Warren G. Harding. You want to return to normalcy. Just I give just want, me yeah. a fucking break. Let, give me a breather. Let me relax my shoulders. But but, but then we the just earth said we need some swagger in the meantime to pull. I mean, yeah, she's not the ideal candidate for a time of normalcy. And getting shit done practically, she's flashy and understands the media environment, and she's just what the Democratic Party needed right now. Right. So that's why I'm reacting to that. No, I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that's what we need. I I don't think we need. I think especially, I think one of the biggest things facing us right now, us being the world, is global warming and climate change. I know it's not sexy, Mm -hmm. But I mean, the fucking the the studies are in. So it's just like you can that there's a reason I think it's called the Green New Deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think, unfortunately, Americans are not uh, as uh, adept in history as they think they are, as these politicians are, because I think the concept of calling it New Deal is supposed to evoke the dire nature of it all, just like the New Deal existed to take us from the brink of of collapse of everybody in bread lines. Mm-hmm. I think they're calling it the new deal to literally bring us from the brink of natural destruction. Right. But I don't think a lot of people 
like can make are making that association like they should. So I think that's a huge focus. I think you need to pull some punches and push things around. I think the reason that people are feeling the way you're feeling though case is because we've been pulled and dragged in so many directions that it's hard to, it's hard to get on board to, uh, it's hard to hop on yeah. another roller coaster. Well, and part of it also is like, talking like the green new deal it was i'd read this atlantic article and i was like oh jesus christ about how china is like yeah we don't want any more of your um recyclable goods we don't need it we have our own so it was sort of just about like well what do we do now for recycling and it was a piece about like Hmm. how shitty recycling is and how shitty americans are at it sure and also about because, like, the solution would be, okay, we can't send our recyclables to these giant plants in China anymore. We should put them here. But then it's like, no one wants to fucking work at a garbage plant. And it's like, Which... it's just so, it's like one of these things is, like, if we frame the argument, like, if we can all take a second and, and we're, like, not all of us can be movie stars and celebrities. And it's like, right. some of us need to work at the fucking recycling plant. Sure. Well, to help save it, the day. rename it, call it like a, call it like a, and what it, so let's go to New Deal. Works the, Progress the Association. Deal is, give it okay. a, give yes. it a, give it a, a, a fun name, like the Recycling Program Agency. The I work at the RPA now. Cool. I didn't but, have a job before and now I have a decent paying job that, that is helping me ride this out. And there's purpose behind it just like the wpa was not only putting people back to work it was building the infrastructure of this country working at the whatever i just called it the recycling programs association the rpa is helping save the country because it's bringing the economy boosting the economy but it's also saving Mm -hmm. the planet so now i have worth in my job i should be aoc hoc you should hoc hans tazio fortez But it's the four. It's the letter. It's the numeral four. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let run me, boys. I got crazy things to say. I can Constasio get Fortes. And I'll take anybody. I'll take Nancy. I'll go, Nancy, come in here. <laughs> you're already disqualified, Hans, because you're on this podcast with me saying Downsy. I know. I know, Henning. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you can and that's the reason history. why I can never be. Hans Tazio Fortes is politics. a little more Stalinist than we, we take him for. He could scrub history. Henning, context <laughs> is key for anybody that just tuned in at 34 minutes in this one. You were referring to the other side of the argument. You were playing devil's advocate. You weren't you didn't come up with you weren't calling somebody a downsy. <laughs> you were saying they you were saying you were pointing out how hip, we were pointing out how hypocritical or how exploitative it was to name this person with a disability that fucked up name that it might as well have been Downsy because Corky is just Corky is like saying, uh, what is it? It's honestly, honestly, Henning to get you out of the weeds and to throw me to ensnare me. Corky is like using the word N word. We know what it means when you use it. You know what it represents. When people use the term corky, we know what you're trying to say. You're making us think it without saying it. So you're feeling clean and we're the dirty yeah. ones. So fuck those executives. We're made to believe those parents would name their son corky. 
I don't believe it. One way or the other. (laughs) Uh, That was Patty Lapone. That was the mother. Oh my God! That was Patty Lapone. It was. Oh my! I you know I hate to say it, but I could believe. I don't think that that child came from her side of the family. I think it was the dad. (laughs) The meat-headed dad. Yeah, I think that guy did too many. He he did too many keg stands in college. That's all I'm saying. He looks like a corky to me. Yeah, he looks like the corky of the frat house. Like a sad dad that's like, in college they called me corky because I popped so many corks. What Drank you, a lot of wine? What do you mean? You're a champagne guy at the frat? <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Extra brute, dude. <laughs> I Maybe I'm a little, like rough hewn around that because that's what my family called me for most of my childhood no just talking about i had a baseball coach corky that would really yes yeah that would negatively refer to you as a corky if you did something stupid or were too slow that see that is just that is awful guys i'm sorry i gotta step away for one second I feel like I brought this uh, podcast too far down the political road. Had to happen. We had to right the ship. (laughs) I mean, we did the first third of it was talking about Mona, Corky and Mona, which we can get back to. We got to talk about Chicago. The Chi Town Blues. Now that you're back, you're back in Portland, right? For this, for one day, yeah. For one brief moment, I have to go, but go to Vancouver, and I'm on this um, expand my freelance base kick right now. Yeah. Since I was out of work for a while, four months or so, I figured I'd better make a new reel, send it around, contact mm-hmm. people in Portland. And also expand my base into Vancouver. Vancouver is where all the animation is happening these days. Yeah. Because of tax incentives. That makes sense. What uh, What are you working on? Do you know yet? Oh, I'm I'm just visiting Vancouver to oh, shake visiting. some hands. Oh, gotcha. Grease the palms. Mm-hmm. Chicago was a real job, though. What was that? I mean, uh... Talking, walking avocados for a guacamole. Guacamole commercial. Guacamole commercial? Hanning's in the the pocket of big guac. The pock of big guac, huh? Those are some deep, mushy pockets. Oh, man. Well, Henning, you might be in trouble. You don't know what you're going to get. There was an avocado recall in six states for Listeria just today. I read it in my feed. Oh, shit. Ooh, yum. Maybe... (laughs) Maybe that will be the nine eleven of my guacamole commercial. <laughs> no, they're just gonna. Have, they're like, Henny, we need you back in. You need to give the all these avocados runny noses and open sores. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to step away there, fellas. I apologize. No, no problem. We were talking about what other hot button issues. You guys want to talk about paying for college? No, I'm 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 sorry that we we are very like intense on this. I, we're early, so we're worked up. We haven't hot, had our taken our edge off. Hot I'm in, take Henning on, on hot the take Henning is thing. back. Oh, you got a hot take on college? 
think so. Well, it, it just it was cool that on on Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huff. Oh, please, yes, let's hear it. Is what I'm talking about because I missed it while I was away. No, I want to hear. I want to hear your opinions. How uh, many bales of weed did your parents give CCAD to get you in there, Henning? Yeah, the strawberry, the strawberry cough, uh, lung cancer. Um, How many uh, airships were? <laughs> that just it was it was cool to me that for a for a moment there in the news there was this story. I know you guys were like, uh, "Who cares?" This obviously this happens all the time. Uh, dog bites man. Yes, not a news story, but it was nice for a moment there that Trump people, like my mother, soon to be mother in law, and really my my parents and me could all be on the same page about hating. I agree. Cheating rich people. We all we could all every American can agree. Fuck those guys. Yeah, Massimo and. <laughs> Uh, Laffalo and Huffano. Yes. I just saw another, it was like a clickbait thing. And it was like, whatever her name is, uh, Julie Rose or whatever, the daughter. Lindy Rose or something. Yeah. Corky Rose. Like, I hate my mom because I lost my career. <laughs> I was like, oh God, you lost your YouTube fame? But you don't. Because like, you're a fucking this. cheat? What's interesting is people like, I hate to, I mean, maybe I'm not in it. So this is the outside looking in to this universe of privilege and online social media preference, social media presence is like what I, who I see as the, um, uh, godfathers, godmothers of that whole movement are the Mm -hmm. parrot, the Hiltons and the Kardashians. And they became known and their launch was skullduggery pornographic tapes being mean to people acquiring wealth any means necessary so lindy rose is going to be like she should be like she's not playing her cards right right now she could be a fucking sensation all she has to do is go hunter she's being too apologetic she's not playing the game she needs to go on and there's like a new way of like insta-ing it's called like bunsta where like everybody's taking hot buns shots right now. Like it's like, it's a big whoops shot, you know, like they're pretend taking a selfie in the mirror, but there's another mirror behind them and they've got like a hot. Yeah. It's called the Lindy. It's the Lyndon Baines. It's like, uh Oh, I'm in the toilet. (laughs) Dumpstagram. But I mean, she's just not playing it right. She should be like, yeah, fuck you. You wish you had enough money to cheat your way into college. Now I'm out. Guess what? It doesn't affect me in the least. It's like if the she more wants time to play goes, it. she should accept the villain role. Yes, exactly. Be like Martin Shkreli. Yeah, Shkreli. Grinning is evil grin. Because all media, over media is as crazy as it is, and it's twenty four hours a day, and they're always looking for content. "Quote unquote" news has become WWE. Like, yes. Use it. Like if if people if they're gonna make you look like the heel and the asshole, lean into it. Because you're just like, look at Trump. That's all Trump does. It's the same fucking thing. He's like, okay, cool. You want to call me an asshole? I'm going to call myself an asshole first, and then I'm going to piss you off. Yeah, I mean, I hate... And say like, something that's crazy. That's why he's... I, I refuse to use the word, like, genius, but, like, 
obviously that's not the case, but he knows how to play the game. And you know why? Because the people on the other side of that aisle, if you will, let's call it the other side of Lindy, the haters, even though if it's justified haterism, they're not going to mm-hmm. fucking let up. If you, if you look what happened to not a defense, but what are you going to do? Look what happened to Al Franken, right? His reaction yeah. was he apologized a meaningful apology to all intensive, to all intents and purposes. The woman, the woman that felt uh, violated in that picture accepted the apology and came out and you look what happened to him. He fucking got his neck stepped on by a Republican boot. You know what I mean? Whereas he could have just been like, look, it was a fucking joke. And then taken a, a dumpster gram picture and said, this is a joke too. Like it just like play the game, man, play the game. What if you think about it? It's like Trump isn't a politician. He's not a policy guy. He was never a lawyer. He's not into the minutia of politics and legislation. He's been in the media for 50 years. Like, that's what he's good at. Right. Whether you like him or not. Like, that's his one viable skill is getting in front of a camera. And, he, or, and you know. And not having shame is a skill in that avenue. Because we are, it's known fact that he, like Mark Burchard, would call... Mm-hmm. Different media outlets pretending to be hit a secretary or pretending to be a man on the street and being like, I saw Trump at, you know, whatever, insert expensive restaurant here, having a tuna steak, like, ooh la la, like, you should print that on page five. And they're like, is this, is this you, Donald? Like, I, I gotta go. And it's like, no shame. You know what I mean? Like, and he still doesn't have any and he will continue not to. I well, yeah. Sorry to bring it up again, but AOC plays the game. She does. Somebody right, has and a that's C R U S H on AOC. <laughs> I think so. Get in line. You got uh, a lot of hunks in front of you, Hen. Oh, is she being? So is she? Be, is she on the? Is she getting bacheloretted? No, I just saw a picture of her and Eric Andre. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? No. Nice. Anyways, sorry, Henning, we cut you off. We so we prostrated you again. It's it like you're saying, it is kind of all image now. Trump has proven that that all you need to win the presidency is image. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like swagger and and yeah, that that braggadocio. So not new though. But for but for Democrats to do the same thing, I don't kind of the I same point as with as with Oprah being president mm-hmm. a while back. I no, we, I agree. I don't want the the liberal Trump. Why can't we just have someone who's who looks good and talks good, and that's you know the presidency is a is a a figurehead now. It it only matters. Who you bring along to advise you now? Trump brought along brought along shitheads, but Oprah would bring along good people and actually listen to them. AOC, even though she's not experienced enough and not a, not as much a policy head as Barack Obama or Elizabeth Warren, would bring the wrong people, right right people along and look good doing it and and be a figurehead that we can all 
get behind a leader. That's I guess I'm mm-hmm. saying just uh, we need to <laughs> be a good leader, and I, that I involves some braggadocio and and Abs- swagger. It, it's interesting you mentioned the 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 idea of being a figurehead and the people you bring along because we know that very well, right? Look at George H. W. Bush with Carl mm-hmm. Rove, right? And, and more, yeah. Carl Rove, Carl Rove was a, a mastermind behind getting elected, but. Um, who am I trying to say? Uh, Cheney, right? You have mm-hmm. these dark figures. And I got to tell you, more worrisome than Trump to me on a global scale is a guy he brought along and probably brought him into office to begin with is Steve Bannon. Like, have you been following his movements lately? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. over in, in Europe trying to foment the, the, the overthrows of government. Yes, he legitimately is trying to like <laughs> what he's over there trying to instill um fascist governments like for for lack of a better term it's not he's like trying to sway like he's holding rallies in all these european countries to try and form these like conservative yeah uh not trying to make just all of europe more a, a better environment autocrats. for trump i guess and is like he... fomenting the anti-immigrant stuff. Mostly. I suppose really he's anti, anti-EU, I'd imagine. Yeah. That would be his big yes. thing. Oh, yeah. Got it. But, like, he's really, yeah, Not that he's himself. responsible for Brex- Brexit or anything, but he'd be a fan. Yeah. So, oh, But, like you said, like, there's, yeah, there's, there is nothing new, in my opinion, about the people you bring along for the ride, like... Like, there's a reason that there's a person that wants their face there, and then there's always the person behind that just wants to get their own agenda done. Sure. That's why Barack Obama made decisions that, you know, he had to, like, take it on the chin for because he had to answer to other other aspects of his his office and his, his choices mm-hmm. there, too. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Right now, if you had to vote tomorrow, who would you who would you put the whose slot would you put the coin in? Warren. I still Bernie. Burn, feeling the burn, and then Warren. G, I like huh? that burn is still around, but I just wish it was two years ago or four years ago. Obviously, I wish it was Warren Bernie. Uh, but like now that everyone is talking like Bernie. There's other choices. I I liked Bernie two years ago for sure. I wanted him, but um, I'm still still with it. Here's what's uh, everyone kind of took his <laughs> took his suggestions and is running like sounding like Bernie. So I love it. Uh, oh no, yeah. So it, he's succeeded in that regard. Here's yeah. uh, something interesting, uh, and I think I heard it on uh, Po iPod Save America was. Bernie was recently in North Charleston, which is mm-hmm. basically part of Charleston Township, but it's a predominantly um, uh, African American community by by like eighty percent or something. And Bernie went there and spoke, and he had this massive turnout. And there were, and it was held at a, um, it was not only held, it wasn't held at like there's a North Charleston City Center or whatever. It was held like in a black neighborhood in such a black community and yeah. no black people showed up. It was just an influx of fat whites out Jesus. there. 
which kind of shows mm-hmm. a, a little bit of a, a problem with his his campaign. And I'm, why am I not hearing any Beto news out of you Beto heads? Mm. Beto mania. I don't it's trust been a hackers. hard day's night. My name is Beto. I'm running now. No, I. But I think I think he is in the position because of his youth, and he's got the heat behind him. I think he could be the last man standing. Yeah, right. I know what you're saying. He's not my choice right now, but I think if like they're speculating Biden will, will I can't throw his handle crusty old Biden. Either. That's all anybody's taught. And guys, but How that is he might the front be. Runner? I don't know. Everybody is like, either. he's not announced yet. He's like, he's are there. There's there's. Is there a type of How? nostalgia danger here? Like, where did when did nobody wanted yeah. him to run when Barack? Like, why didn't he run? You know, in two thousand sixteen, because everybody's like, I don't want fucking Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Now all of a sudden, this weird experience is like on it's his nostalgia. Side. Like, no, I think it is because he was so beloved as that duo. Like the memes of yeah. him. Like, yeah, high five and. Like, and- He's fine. He's a career politician. He's as dicey as anybody you're going to get. Like, he's got pros. He's got cons. Like, he's just, but I I don't get, I agree. I don't get the nostalgia. It's like having Dan Quayle nostalgia. It's like Grandpa Simpson running against, oh, this sounds ageist, (laughs) running against, it's like Grandpa Simpson running against George Costanza's dad. It's like, because all you hear, they're back, and I don't mean that as an ageist thing, but they're back and forth is so old timey and strange. Like, didn't he say like, Oh, I'd bend Trump over my knee and give him a, a strop. It's like, what Joe Biden? Like, what are you talking about? It's like, if he talked to my girl that way, I'd take (laughs) him behind the bleachers. It's like, we're not in that. No. Um, um, that, that's what I was like. How does Joe Biden seem older than Bernie Sanders to me? Right. That's a great point. Yeah. (laughs) But he does for some, like, and Bernie's an old guy, but like he's never pretended to be anything other. Like I think Bernie Sanders has been sixty for eighty years. Right? Like since he was a teen, he's been like this crotchety curmudgeon out of time. It's so unreal, especially for Joe Biden. Like it's almost like can we get the exact antithesis of everything we want to represent our party? Can we yeah. eliminate youth? Can we eliminate uh, any um, connection to people of color? Can we eliminate uh, our our priority of um, um, uh, equal equalizing gender or whatever? Like, can we get rid also, of career politicians? Is he from Delaware? Is like he like the from the whitest place possible? He is. He might be. Pen- he was from Pennsylvania and represented Delaware or something like that. Yeah. Like it was like how like in also Delaware it's like South Dakota's got a little more spice than Delaware. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, but you know what? He's there's no doubt he's popping in, and he's hopping yeah. in with all the. I hate to say it, but you know who's making who's making the waves are our dads. They're mm-hmm. like they might even be Trump, but they're like, eh, Trump is a little too weird. Give me Trump light, you know. Give me Trump <laughs> yeah. zero. <laughs> I hate Budweiser, but I'll take a Coors. Yeah, Joe Biden is definitely the Coors Coors Light of candidates. <laughs> the banquet. 
<laughs> it's the, the banquet, banquet beer. beer of Brett. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and I and you hear him talk, and he's you know he's so smooth. Maybe that's part of it mm-hmm. too, because he's been he better be smooth. He's been doing yeah. it for so goddamn long. Yeah, I, I I I'm not I'm not too into that, but but I think yeah, Beto could be the one to absorb the punches and kind of be the one who fly, rises to the top when it's all said and done. It's possible. I could see that. I think I think it's a shame just hearing. You should listen to that, Corey. Anybody out there, if you're interested in Democratic candidates, you don't have to go listen to the Pod Save America one, but go out there and listen to Corey Booker speak a little bit and. Um, because I don't think he's getting the the appropriate coverage. One, because his coverage is only focusing on his color, really, a sure. lot of it, it's, and it's going right back to what, like, something you think you overcome the mm-hmm. hurdle. It's just like, oh, they're not going to elect another black president. I mean, that is like I hate to say how, you know, crass that is, but that seems to be the only coverage he's getting. And then when you hear him talk. He's talking just straight like policy, you know what I mean, and like sharp, slick policy. Um, and he has a record of it, which people are saying is a negative thing. But if you really look at the decisions he made, they're not decisions that threw people under the bus. They're just decisions that didn't always toe the party line, in my opinion. Like, yeah, they just he's they, got they some they stinkers okay. under there. Yeah, people are saying he's not. Big D Democratic enough? He, well, Democrat enough? He sided no, with no, big no, no, pharmaceutical no. a lot. Like he's yeah, he's, he's not, got a like, lot. That's the thing. He's a he's a politician. Like he's, he's got New superhero. Jersey PU. He does have Jersey stink all over him because you can't get a can't wash that off your clothes. You know why? Because New Jersey is the toxic chemical. New Jersey is the Knox chemical plant of <laughs> uh, of the country. <laughs> Because he, who are his constituents in part, all these horrendous chemical companies that supply the rest of the country with the goop they need to sell us the garbage that's given us cancer. It's true. So when something comes up that they're like, you know, this chemical's not great. And he's like, fuck, that'll sink this town if, if I let, you know. Fuck. You just, we were just talking about swagger. We were extolling the virtues of swagger to Henning, how we want it for a candidate. I want Cory Booker walking down Main Street, Newark, ba doom 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 just like, go full Joker. Go Jack Nicholson Joker, Batman 1. So we're in it for the, chem- we're, rep- yeah. We're- go chemical, big chemical, 2020. Big chem. <laughs> Cory Booker is literally just going to have a a barrel of noxious goop with a face drawn on it like Wilson as his running mate. Antidepressants, pills, free pills for everyone. They're mystery pills. It's weird. You just you just can't win. And that's that's something people have mentioned and and I have to agree with. And it's hard to do is you you better you better not be holding out for perfection because what you're going to get is that big shiny turd with the with the with the comb over if that's what you want you better be able to bend a little bit whether it's somebody that's too leans too towards aoc or it's somebody who's you know reaching out of the vat with their election with green fingernails and (laughs) and 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 white skin you know that's yeah i don't i don't like online right now checking facebook there's people who are already so dead set against one of the 2020s Mm -hmm. Bernie especially got a lot sure. of 
uh, I'm I'm guessing pissed off Hillary people who thought he ran the race wrong, didn't toe the party line enough, he wasn't de- Democrat enough. Well, that's and, and that's what I don't. There, uh, I I don't understand chances. that. It's but like they're saying never Bernie already. Uh, okay, good. It's too early for that shit. The, totally. It, I love we're, all of we're them. eating right. We're so we're eating right because we're such an idealistic group of individuals, which is good. It's gonna fucking bite our idealistic buns off because we're not gonna be willing to budge on certain aspects, and that's exactly what they want. And uh, uh, they again, like, and then we're talking like us and them, like we are just. We're we're deer eating that corn right out of Trump's greasy burger licking fingers, man. Come here, come here, have a nugget. I think if they don't get too negative in it, I think anyone who comes out on top stands a chance. Like as long as it doesn't get too like negative, right? To where he can just crib somebody's attack, like. You know, like Bernie didn't go too hard against Hillary in the primaries because he didn't want to go negative. So then Trump didn't have to like steal his playbook to run it against her. Can I ask you what happens? And I daydream about this. I've daydreamed a couple times about this. So I'm going from life goes on, this whole debacle, daydreaming today. And I've had this thought a bunch. And will it only work because of my sensibilities? Whoever wins the democratic nomination right mm-hmm. they have those debates the the three presidential debates or whatever if yeah. trump even is willing to have them right, right. what happens if the Demo- if trump says something crazy and the democratic response is verbatim you're a fucking piece of shit like what does that do for their candidacy push people away or get people no. crazy for them. <laughs> I think it, any it, of the it 20 candidates, if they said that in debate, it gets funnier depending on who says it. Like, obviously, like Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders or like Elizabeth Warren, these austere people, like in a debate, if they just stop and go, you know what? You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> like, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Doesn't it? Doesn't? Uh... Like, I think it garners more votes than it eliminates, in my opinion. They need me on that. They need me with all my flaws running that campaign. Shirt sleeves rolled up, white collar on a a, blue shirt. Like a Frost Nixon moment. Because if you straight up in the middle of a debate just stopped and he's not seeing it coming, like Bernie Sanders, like talking policy and keeping it on the straight and narrow, like all of a sudden just straight up goes, you know what, Donald Trump? You're a real piece of shit. I think that puts him on his back foot because he's like, I, well, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, like, what? Uh, yeah, and there you go. Let's take it in that angle. What was is Trump's becomes response? Becomes a meme, becomes a t-shirt, becomes a movement. everything. I mean, it does. I'm telling you. It turns the tides. Pun intended. And, and so the, the pushback would be like, oh, look what, I think it was Ilyan Omar, right? who yeah. said like let's impeach that motherfucker or something mm-hmm. and she i think so. uh, was it her I, I feel bad if it's not but i think it was her no, it was someone else let's impeach the motherfucker might have been the uh the new um congresswoman from michigan or detroit or something but anyways yeah she no, took a lot of her, she yeah. took a lot on the chin but i think for quote unquote her base they were like 
Yeah. Awesome. That's what we put you. We put you there to take risks mm-hmm. and to, to hang it all out there. So I'm voting, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a piece of shit moment. Piece of shit heard around the world, man. It really would be, wouldn't it? Just, I can see it's like the, the end of independence day. There are people in like red, like Moscow, like watching it screaming. Like a guy outside the pyramids on his little TV. Like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. God, that'd be amazing. And that's re- that's like, come on. You don't think they're saying it already? That's what, you know what that represents? Mm. An honesty that we're missing. Because mm-hmm. that's what they're saying in their office. Like, how do we get rid of this piece of shit? I yeah. hope. It's fucking relatable. Yes. <laughs> well, and the one I thing I it, will say. It works for their demographic graphic gaming it works for younger people who don't give a shit about swears anymore yeah and it'll fucking do exactly what trump does to the quote-unquote liberal news it'll sidetrack fox news for days while they can finally like fucking they'll back off all these like paul all these socialism socialist attacks and this and there this and this and all this misdirection they'll actually be distracted for a minute so you come out and do it again, and when you take an answer, you go, you just you just bear down. Go, yeah, he's a, he looks like a piece of shit, too. <laughs> I love that we're just kind of like re backseat recasting the movie Bullworth. <laughs> oh, man. Didn't see that one. I'm just saying it, would, it might uh, work. It's basically Warren Beatty is a super uptight, atypical politician who, like, get sidetracked with Halle Berry and like cats around Los Angeles and like lets loose. So when he comes back, like he's the actual yeah. candidate you want. Yeah. Okay. Like he just says what's on his mind and everybody eats it up. Cause they're like, this guy's fucking not a politician. He's a fucking real man. He's a human being. It's like that shitty Robin Williams movie, right? President, Which... president funny or whatever it was <laughs> like president where I can funny. A comedian gags. runs for president and president gags. A comedian <laughs> runs for president and wins, but wins because of like a a voter machine malfunction. And then he does the noble thing and resigns. I don't know what that movie is. I think if you're just if you're just spitballing right now, sign no, me up. I'm really? not. I'm not. President gags is a real thing. Robin Williams becomes, he's like, he's a late show host. And he's like, maybe I should run for president. And everybody rides in the, everybody's like, rides the piece of shit movement. And he does. And like, he actually becomes viable, but only by like 1%. And then something happens with the algorithm with the voting machines. And he actually gets elected. President Gags, look it up. (laughs) Starring Robin Williams. Ziz Bones. (laughs) This is. I hope the people listening to episode one thirteen love politics, speculation, and awfulness, <laughs> and awful comments. Henning, uh, tell me something good. Did you, uh, did you have like a a beautiful? Did you have a come to Jesus moment when you were standing in front of, maybe when you were photoshopping yourself in front of the the Home Alone house? <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Uh, I usually am pretty blasé about a, a tourist attraction, but this was on my list, and um, 
Didn't disappoint. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold that day. There was snow around. Didn't see a lot of it. A lot of <laughs> a lot of palm trees in Chicago. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a three hour bike ride to get there. That's beautiful. That's an icy and cold bike ride, Henny. It was pretty cold. I'm glad I brought my gloves. But it was cool because uh, you get out of the city. It's getting suburbier and suburbier. And pretty soon all the houses start looking like the McAllister house. That's that house is not even smallest on the block. The best. Oh, is that you telling me that's peanuts handing? The McAllister house? Like the numerical average of all the houses around there. Interesting. The best. That's most representative. But you turn around, turn a corner and and. There it is. They put up the fence now. You can't get on the lawn. You can't go and try and rob the house. <laughs> I mean, you could. They had but... to took measures. <laughs> you can't. Uh, you should have at least asked to use the bathroom. Do you think they get that a lot? <laughs> you were on a three-hour bike ride. What did you do? Take a dump in the neighbor's yard? <laughs> I didn't think of that. I guess I didn't have to go to the bathroom. So it's it's like it's an actual residence. They didn't turn it into like a Graceland in home alone museum they did not to an old couple owns it they bought it for 1.6 million that's not a lot last i heard so dad can't tell can't talk to two dads over here i mean that's nothing i could ever have but that be big numby but somebody (laughs) can get little numbies for that one you charge two dollars a head all you gotta do five hundred thousand people come through that's it it's the that's whole house. That's amazing, Casey. And I, you can get a pie or another guy to sit outside like Forrest Gump. You get yeah. two for. You could if own you wanna, that house yeah. for two million, maybe now, when this old couple dies, <laughs> it goes back on the market. And then that means whoever buys the house, the other two of us have a job six months of the year playing Harry and Marv. Yo. Mm. Oh my God! Yeah, Christmas you clean up. They might have an HOA though that like is like no Home Alone. <laughs> Mishigash going Recreation. on here. Yeah. They really might. I'm not even kidding. They, they so might I, be that's over. probably true. It's that kind of neighborhood for sure. I wonder if it's that inexpensive, and I, that's relative. Uh, but that for a what is that? A six bed, three bath. Looks pretty. Two car, good. two car garage. It's a huge house, big lot. But I'm just saying, two baths maybe, at least. Oh, there. Oh, half oh, bath I in can, the basement. No, I, th- I bet it's three full baths, and uh, it's I bet it's three and a half bath. But I'm saying that <laughs> what I'm saying Talking is about. it must be the proximity to the city that makes it that drops its property value, don't you think? Because most people want to be I mean, a little closer to Chicago for work and stuff like that. It's distance from the city, yeah. Where uh, is it located technically, Henning? Do you know the name of the area? Yeah, it's called Winnetka. Oh, Winnetka. Yeah, it's too close to Sheboygan. Oh, yeah. oh Cicero. Above, too close to Cicero. Yeah. Above Evanston, below Waukegan. Waukegan and Winnetka. Oh, there's Kenosha there, too. Kenosha Kickers. Maybe that's where he's legitimately from, uh, John Hughes. Winnetka. I'm very intrigued so by I'll, this house, yeah. It's it's listed as maybe 1.8 million now on Zillow. Right. I'm looking it up. Okay. Still, so, south all, of two mil. That's pretty. You know wild. all these, this this meme for a while where there's no way the dad on a single income 
with nine kids could have afforded that house. Affordable. But thir- 30 years ago? Shit, yeah, 30 years ago was half the price, I bet. You have to have, like, mm. why, you'd have to, you have to be able to house nine kids. Of course you need something that big. That And he made the sacrifice to make the commute into the city to have mm-hmm. a house that size. They could have tight, they could have shared bedrooms with you closer did to the city. Did they ever say what his dad did? No, they didn't, right? Is he, he's not Inside, like a... He organized yeah. hit teams, organized robbers, and took a cut. Oh, he's the kingpin of Waskegan. Inside jobs. <laughs> he worked oh, for my... Bloglyovich. How? Oh, that's, I listened to an amazing podcast on Rod Bloglyovich. Let me tell you that. <laughs> it, it's worth your while. It's called, just look up Rod Bloglyovich on, on your podcast uh, application. Candidate A or something. If you want a politician, well, he wasn't honest, but. If you want to hear a politician, like if you want to see underneath that veneer, listen to Rod Blagojevich behind the scenes because it's like you're watching House, of, like just the most. It, it's it's, uh, uh, you think it's exaggeration levels of like a politician going, "I'm fucking stuck in this piece of shit governor job. I don't give a fuck about any of these fucking people here. Meanwhile, everybody's gonna be goddamn president. And I'm sitting here." I'm stuck! And it's just like, oh my god. And then the best is they have to defend that in court. And he's like, well, what I meant was I am stuck in the best kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) You know what people say they're stuck, but they mean it like, man, I'm really stuck in this marriage because I love it. I said stuff. I'm stuffed full of goodwill. For my constituents. Oh, Blagojevich. Uh, Henning, I know you had it up on Zillow. I'm mm. still intrigued in how many beds and baths we got going on here. Oh. I know the list Five is beds, too. four fat, four baths. Four Ooh. baths. But only five beds? Those are big. Yeah, five beds. Attic. It includes attic, an attic. Attic conversion. Kevin sleeps in the they, attic. They're playing it up. <laughs> they're playing it up here on the ad. It says... There is an attic, perfect for sending a small child after having acted like a jerk. What? (laughs) Nice. Grand kitchen, perfect for hosting large family pizza parties. Oh my god. There is a doggy door, however, rather than for dogs, it could be used as a BB gun hole. This is bananas. Come on. We're in the real world here. The kinds of people who are looking at this house, though, are they... Ironic. Are they looking to it for... Yeah, I mean it's it's passed from old rich owner to old rich owner. I don't think they even know or view the Home Alone thing as a plus. Yeah, they're not Guys. legitimately Homer Simpson slash Casey Van Heel, who's literally <laughs> charging a nickel for a ride around the the backyard. Oh, I'd set up that diorama with the fake dancing in the window. Oh all my! The time. I'm not kidding though. Like if I. Yes, yes, I would do that. If I were a, a single man, I'd only live in the attic, and the rest, it would be a museum. I think we <laughs> just came up with an idea that can get us enough money to buy that fucking house. I'm just thinking about a movie that is just exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> a bunch of, like, industri- industrious, like, scumbags, like, buy the Home Alone house to turn it into, like, a Home Alone thing, but then they have to deal with the crotchety 
the housing association, your oh, rich neighbors. Fucking... So it's a it's a meta movie. People yeah, love. we the three of us buy the Home Alone house, that's and then great. we try to make our money back to pay for it, and that's that's where the comedy ensues. And one guy's kind of got this thing we don't focus on it too much, where he can't discern movies and TV from reality. Right, he thinks he is uh, Kevin McAllister. <laughs> right, he thinks Home Alone was, a, like, he keeps questioning, like, is that because poor he, kid okay? he was actually left Home Alone by his real, neglectful, sad, real-life parents. For most of his childhood, and he was raised by a Just teenager. to watch Home Alone on a loop, because they locked him in a, in a room. And held his eyelids open, and <laughs> Home Alone... As his uncle kissed his other <laughs> uncle. <laughs> oh, God. Or whatever that... Silly story. <laughs> His uncle. Yeah, he had kissing uncles. <laughs> you know that lesser known Elvis or Elvis passed on it, so it it was starring. Uh, I don't know who's who's a who's a Roy Orbison and kissing uncles. But it's not your brother. You kiss your wife. Other, it's your, your brother kisses brother. your wife's brother. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing. Shots, wrong it's kissing with uncles. It. Kissing uncles by Merle Haggard. <laughs> oh that's funny that i mean you know it's a it's a new agey world you know people don't get in the way of people's uncle love but if you don't want to buy the house i'm just saying why not just kind of you know selling maps to stars houses why not set up a couple like a block away and like set up a nativity where they can pose like as Kevin in the nativity, you know, go around, go around it. You know, you gotta right. we, pretend we to all be make associated. A little extra scratch in the holiday season. All You pretend like this is the house from Tommy boy. And then further down the street, you pretend like this is the house from Halloween. Oh, I like that. We'll get these rubes in here and we'll bilk them for all their nickels. <laughs> oh. You just, add attractions to the street they're not they're not really but you're saying this house is was featured just this is the hollywood row here in winnetka didn't you know they shot yeah. a lot of films here philadelphia this is the philadelphia hollywood of the midwest winnetka wood the house from uh babysitting adventures in babysitting nice that was nice. in chicago it was a sh- that was john hughes Oh, it was, was it? Was I think I think it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, wait, hold on, you guys, hold on, <laughs> hold on, you guys. Before <laughs> we move on, let's give them a little Tarantino. It. Um, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. There was Ep 113, we Tarantino'd ya. You got a little politics, you got a little spice ticks and we talked about real estate prices. What a treat. I just slipped into that voice because of what you're about to hear. Uh, rate and review the pod. We love you, nothing you can do about it. And we'll see ya next week. Pretty clean. That was a pretty clean one. And do this month to JPN, it's Where's My Maid? That's right. 
Rony Lanza Traveling Maid is here to clean your floors. And don't forget about Rona, man-crushing hunk who lives above the garage. Rony Lanza, helping Jivo Mastino grow up with Sister Redonda and Brother Steve. Also, Rony Lanza's mom might also be the mom from the Karate Kid. Coming new, it's Where's My Maid, about a traveling maid that was real. That was a real show. Brand new life, brand new life.